a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. Welcome to day 64 of the podcast. Hi, Bob. We have a very special guest to share today. We welcome Teresa Jacobs to the podcast. And it is so much fun to share that when I initially put together this project, I asked Sean Clark, who did you swim with? Who can I ask to be a part of this? And he mentioned Teresa Jacobs. And I was so thrilled that I finally was able to get in contact with her and interview her for the podcast because she brings so much life to what um, being on the team like was in the early 1990s. And what Bob was like as a coach and the team. And it is just, it was so much fun to hear about the heydays of UMass Women Swimming. And she shares a wild story. And I can always remember that Bob would share um, when I was on the team, he would have stories of the wild days of of the 1990s <laughs> teammates. And she does not disappoint. So <laughs> we welcome Tree to the podcast. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Do you, 
do you have any favorite memories to share? Well, I've been, I've been thinking about that. And, um, I think, you know, the, the, the theme that kept coming up in my mind was like driving sort of whether it was, um, to different suites, you know, um, uh, like just being in, being in the van mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or in different vans or in different, different driving expeditions that we had that were, you know, like epic adventures. So, <laughs> so those are, that's, that's kind of what kind of stands out in terms of like the theme of my memories are more about, uh, getting getting to places or trying to get home from places mm-hmm. yeah having a lot of uh, intimate moments in that way where you're on this long trek to the destination yeah, and then back yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah those yeah, are some good memories yeah. yeah so like but but like specific like points of different adventures like one year we were driving to bc and it was um cold and kind of rainy and probably a day similar to today, you know, this freezing rain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and for some reason, Bob was, we were on Calm Ave and like driving up Heartbreak Hill and we come to a stoplight and the van like slid <gasps> uphill and like crashed into a car in front of us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, you know, so that, and, and I've been actually driving by there a lot lately, mm-hmm. so that's part of why I remember that, is just um, being back in the old stomping grounds, and uh, and then another was like, um, for some reason, when you were at Maine for New England, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, I don't really know how sorry, but we all like, we're banging our hands on the roof of the van and screaming, like, going to the quality, going to the fucking quality, going to the quality, <laughs> going there right now. Take a left, take a right, take a left, take a right. Oh, and we were just saying it over and over again and like until we got there. <laughs> Probably driving from the pool to, to the hotel, not all the way to Maine. Right. But just the, uh, <laughs> and that became sort of something that we would do time and Bob and his infinite patience never lost it with us which that's incredible Bob was definitely a man of great patience oh my god yes and um let's see there was a time we were driving on a mass hike and Bob was following us. We were coming back from a water polo game, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't want to say who was driving the van. That we, I don't want to give anyone away. <laughs> but, um, and it, we, I don't know why we started like flashing Bob and then like hanging bras out the window and, um, <laughs> and then, you know, people were in different degrees of being disrobed and Bob was like driving by us and like laughing and oh, then, no. you know, we would pat, we would pass him back and, um, and like there would be like the next level of, uh, you know, nonsense. And, um, and like at some point 
there was a Sadie on our tail and we all got pulled over. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. I am red just hearing from this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is like par for the course. <laughs> I know, um, I know. Um, Bob would always share like the wild stories of of like the eighties and the nineties and <laughs> story time, story time in our story time. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised, but not surprised. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, we got pulled over, and the uh, you know the state trooper was like what is going on and Bob was like oh I'm their coach and they were getting wild and I was just flashing my high beams at them to tell them to stop trying to get them to stop (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile he is totally participating in the nonsense oh no (laughs) Bob you got caught (laughs) <laughs> very yeah definitely safely um and and then yeah. Bob as a coach like um what was he like in the 90s uh, I think he was probably exhausted exhausted <laughs> I mean he was much younger back then too yeah but he had um you know two small children mm-hmm. like his I think his older daughter was already born when I started there. I can't remember exactly. And then Olivia definitely arrived while I was at UMass. And, um, you know, so he he had two small kids and he's coaching, which is a really demanding job because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, early mornings, late afternoons, every weekend, um, you know, prime prime time when Judy probably needed him at home is when he wasn't home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, so I think he was, but he was tired. But I think, um, you know, he he also just was so chill and uh, I don't know, just could. I think he could get the best out of us for for the ragtag bunch that we were Mm -hmm. so you know I mean you know we just I I do think we were sort of we were sort of a ragtag bunch and we had uh you know a few a few recruits but mostly it was my memory it's folks who were just sort of like yeah I want to swim you know oh I love that he worked with us yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I mean and he outright has said to me you know years later and and not that many years later but you know, it could be 20 years ago now that, like, he wouldn't even have been able to keep me on the team as a walk-on because mm-hmm. because it, the program had changed and developed so much since, you know, the time that I had graduated. And, uh, you know, A-10s came after I, I was out of there. And so it's just a different, it was a different time, I'd say, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of probably more of, building the program and I think right. oh. you know in terms of building the program he, he did a great job and you know and he was coaching swimming and diving and water polo so that's part of why he was tired and oh he yes so. mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean uh, so just, he was working hard and um but just he you know and he was someone that you could always go to and rely on and uh 
talk to about everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so we're still friends to this day. You know, he, he's someone who has shown up and been there for uh, pretty much all the important things in my life, you know, as a, as an adult. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think also says something about who he is as a coach. Yeah. Absolutely. Showing up for people after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always there for a phone call, for a hug at, at the meets. We were always, we always went back and saw him like, yeah, I can, I can definitely echo the same sentiment that he's always there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the final part, any well wishes for his retirement? Uh, keep the rubber side down and biking. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, and I can't wait for, uh, now that he has more free time for us to go on more biking adventures together and, um, just enjoy, I want him to enjoy his, his granddaughter and his time with Judy and, and it's just well-deserved retirement he worked hard for this retirement so uh long health and uh long life and lots of more adventures ahead of him Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and and it's been fun having you here tree and thank you for sharing and bob we were there you were there for us for so many years and we'll be here for you um but this has been so great thank you thank you 